If you have this dream, you have to know it's going to be a lot of work to get there. And God, I'll scrub some toilets to get there. I don't care. One, two, three. Welcome to Chirac This is the place where ladies are talking about the ways we're blazing our trails and the things that put the wind in our sails. Hey, Rockstar. Welcome to the She Rocked It podcast. I'm your host, Karen Gross, and I am so excited that you're tuning into this conversation with Tina Karekas. This woman has Rockstar energy You just know it when you see it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you will notice that Tina is rocking a zebra print suit. So cool. So badass. If you're on the podcast, just kind of put that in your mind that uh, Tina's rocking this amazing suit and she's known for her amazing outfits. And she's had an incredible artistic journey. She has styled music videos, including Kaya's My Neck, My Back. Mm -mm -mm. You know that song. Okay. And uh, she's also been um, the owner of her own shop, a skate shop down the shore. She's done so many cool things leading up to her current role as the manager and curator of the Transparent Clinch Gallery in Asbury Park, New Jersey. This is where you can find rock and roll photography by Danny Clinch, who has photographed everyone from Bjork to Bruce Springsteen. And Tina has made this gallery not only a place where you can find his work, but an incredible hang space for the community where you can catch live music and other inspiring events. So you're going to love this conversation with Tina because she has been true to her own artistic path and we all can learn how to rock it from her. Oh, and by the way, this might sound a little different than a regular podcast because we recorded this conversation as part of our Instagram Live Woman Crush Wednesday interview series, but I didn't want you to miss this amazing conversation. Here we go. Tina, let's start. Why don't you tell us in your words a little bit about what you do? Well, this is, we're actually at the Transparent Clinch Gallery and I am the curator and also the person that gets to tell Danny's stories about the photographs. And I, um, and that would be Danny Clinch. Yeah. The rock and roll photographer. Yeah. Uh, We, we've been here a little over five years and uh, I met him on the boardwalk. Wow. And the rest is history. Well, you know the, the the story goes, and I don't and I don't really have the full story because I don't remember much about it. But I saw him on the boardwalk, and he was headed to the Pony because he was doing his book signing for Still Moving There. And I said, "Hey," because he looked cool. It looked looked a little bit like Tom Waits. So he said, mm-hmm. "Hey, you should come to signing." And I'm like, "Sure, sure, I'll go." But I don't go because I'm not really sure who the guy is. But then I started looking through a bookstore and I saw the book still moving and I start flipping through the book and I'm like, holy shit, he took that picture and that one. And I knew all the photographs. I just didn't know the person behind it. <laughs> and then, and then uh, later I had a gallery, um, a store on the boardwalk and we had all the mural artists on the walls and I was selling furniture and we we're all one big room. And in that room uh, you could hang out and get coffee and uh, sit down and on the couch or by the couch or by the painting behind you. And uh, him, him and his wife, Maria, loved that idea. And so I had the opportunity to curate a space next to my space for a weekend exhibit that he had, had his, his photographs and my furniture in the space next to mine. And I, and I helped him set it up and I put my furniture in it and he thanked me and paid me. And him and Maria said, pick a printout. And I picked Tupac just to kind of remind myself that I should have known who the guy was. 
Um, wow. That's an iconic so, picture. Yeah. So I'm moving out of our space. It's going under renovations and uh, I'm looking for retail space. I'm going to take our location and move it elsewhere in Asbury Park. And I couldn't find anything. And then I got a text message, maybe from Maria and Danny. And it was kind of like, hey, we have your print ready. And I go, like, oh, cool, I get my print. And they're like, meet us at the hotel. I'm like, oh, the Asbury, cool. And Danny and Maria were here with iStar, the big development company. And they wanted, they said, they're going to do an exhibit here of my art for a couple couple weeks. Or I think it was a couple months. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And they're like, well, we can't do it out yet. I'm like, well, that's even better. And I said, well, who's going to run it? And I put my hand up and they said, that's even better. So that's how it happened. Okay, that's amazing. That over five years ago. And it was supposed to be a five-month pop-up. And we've been here five years. Five years of Transparent Clinch Gallery, the gallery that houses Danny Clinch's iconic rock and roll music, artwork, prints, books, all these things in Asbury Park, New Jersey. It's an amazing space. And it's not only a gallery, but you have in the past five years created really like a community hub there. Because I remember I walked in one night and I saw this great show. There was a band called Dentist, I remember. Oh, hey, Dentist, female-fronted, crushing. Fun. Yeah. loved it. So like, tell us a little bit about, cause I feel like, I feel like that story that you just told exemplifies your journey because it was sort of this happy accident where someone was magnetized to you and your energy and was just like, yeah, I want you to run my gallery. <laughs> you know, Like that just seems indicative of your kind of path. So first of all, I just wanted to see if that's true. And also like how you've created more than just a gallery because you just do magnetize people into your world. It's so cool. I think it was so important when we first opened up the gallery to the way it was set up is that when you walked in, that everybody felt welcome. It was really important for all of us. Uh, so, you know, cause we have people that come from all over the world and we wanted the community to be, you know, this corner was kind of a quiet corner. The hotel had just opened and uh, the board. And Asbury has gone on a big Renaissance. Asbury park, like was kind of struggling for a number of years and now it's just blossomed. Right. And for me, like, the, I, I'm all about community. I didn't, I came from like a single, sing, my mother, single, single mother. And uh, we, you know, kind of moved around a lot. So I didn't really have a community base. Mm -hmm. I didn't, didn't really want, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere when I was younger, much younger. And uh, to, to create something in Asbury Park with other like people who are musicians, artists, writers, you know, the misfits, everybody, I just wanted everyone to feel like they could walk in here from all parts of the world and feel like this was their home. And that's why it's set up like your living room. It's a great space. There's couches. There's, I know you also have a passion for kind of like modern, modern style furniture. As I recall, there's just great like hang spaces. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to create different like vignettes in, in the gallery that people could kind of do their own thing. And if that was the case, or when we have music here, have everyone feel like they could, you know, hang out and see whatever incredible shows that were happening in the gallery. Uh, but my, my boyfriend, Lamar is the one who buys all the furniture. He's, he's got an eye for that mid-century modern furniture and uh, I'm just the person who can sell it. <laughs> well, First of all, your style, when you walk into the gallery, I remember the last time I was in there. I mean, you just, you just are, are stunning. Like literally talk about woman crush. I mean, your energy, your style, like, first of all, no one has 
yet been on an IG Live where we've been able to see the whole outfit. And I'm so glad that we can tell us about this outfit because your vibe, your style is so electric. I love it. Tell us about what's happening here. <laughs> I, You know, it's so funny. I, I wake up every morning and I'm like, what am I going to wear today? What superhero am I going to be today? I love it. That was how I felt like if I'm nervous, I'm going to dress the opposite. So I'm going to dress like I'm mm. so not. I got this. Hey, Rockstar, if you're inspired by this conversation and you're ready to rock your most creative, courageous life, we have a program for you. Head over to our website, SheRockedIt.com, to learn about our Rocket Launcher Group Mentorship Program, which is designed to help you transform your creativity into a career that rocks. Head over there and apply today. I love it. You know, I was going to ask you about that rock star energy because, you know, I think you're a rock star, even if you're not like the lead singer of a band, you're the lead singer of a gallery and many other cool things. Um, But you definitely have, Tina, rock star energy and you circulate among rock stars. I mean, right. Bruce Springsteen was just in the gallery. I mean, I, I know you are in the world of rock and roll. What, how does, how does rock star energy happen how does one cultivate that kind of confidence and energy i I mean i don't i don't know i I, the people i'm lucky enough to be in this gallery where anybody who walks in the gallery whoever that person is including bruce they already have a relationship with danny so that kind of puts me under the umbrella that hey she's okay too so i don't really feel i don't know if i've ever been starstruck in the gallery um maybe if patty smith walked in i might i would definitely oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> to me she is everything so um yeah i think i would be i wouldn't be like that no more <laughs> out of my mouth if i met her i'm so glad that i have not yet um but lenny k was pretty awesome too uh bruce, wow sure bruce is just like when he comes in the gallery you know he has such a great relationship with danny i kind of step back i i would like to be the person that's wiping the table next to them while they're talking because there's this moment where they're kind of going through memory lane and, you know, they've both done so much in their lives. When the two of them start talking, they're both kind of triggering their memory of things that have happened that were incredible that they've done together. Um, so I, I usually am, I'm very quiet when someone walks in and uh, unless they say they like my outfit and then I'll, I'll talk to them. But uh, yeah, well, I, I, think, I think they're all, everybody that I've met have been like, family mem like they're like they're part of the family i don't i've never you know i don't know how that rock i'm not sure what rock star i don't even know if i have that well when i love what you said though a moment ago where you said you know because i think everyone gets a little nervous i would think we couldn't be like fully human if we didn't and you said you know when you put on i want to call this super super woman outfit like got zebra goddess power or something superhero <laughs> like when you put this on or like you know i put my lipstick on or whatever like there is something to ha- you know not armor but some kind of style and i was wondering if you could based on your your past experience because i know you've done styling i recall from music videos and things like that so tell us about like how your past experience informs your style and maybe even inspires some of your rock star energy I, you know, ever since I was a child, I always wanted to look a little different because I was told I was different. And I was like, oh, then I'm just kind of embracing that. So I learned how to make clothes in high school because I just couldn't find those crazy outfits that I would see in a magazine. And I and I would take 
scraps of fabric and, and teach myself sewing. And uh, I, I think like by doing that, I just had this like ability to kind of sculpt these outfits onto bodies. And I was doing a lot mm. of videos and uh, um, I did some really fun ones. I did Kaya, my neck, my back. Uh, which was oh, I know. <laughs> Talk about she rocked it. That was a pretty incredible, um, you know, like worked with the stylist. How did that happen? How did you connect with her? Well, my, my good friend Marciano was friends with a stylist, uh, Lisa Cooper, and she was working with uh, Kaya. And um, she goes, can you, they're, they're looking to do some chain mail. So I just went to Home Depot and bought metal and, and put it on fabric and created these crazy outfits. But it was kind of fun to work with because the record company wanted her to wear a lot more clothes that she want, than she wanted to wear. She really wanted to be like, almost naked, which is the way I would like her to be. Uh, but I had to kind of work between her and the record record company, which was amazing. So you found a happy medium with the chain mail from I Home did. Depot. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. That was a pretty fun video too. And, uh, and other, and a lot of other uh, musical videos with Lisa Cooper and another girl, April, I worked with and did some things and I would just ship the pieces out and if they liked it and they wanted it, I would let them have it. I gave so much of my clothes away because I just thought it'd be better to have it on somebody else than have, sit on my closet or have me wear it. Amazing. So I want to I wanna kind of go back a little bit through your, your history because you've done so many cool things throughout your career. I know you've at one point owned like a clothing shop down the shore. Also, I believe you've done tour management. You've done the styling, as you mentioned. How, and, and then I, I love the story about meeting Danny Clinch on the boardwalk and then this just happened. Like, have you just sort of followed your heart to each chapter of this journey? Like, how does that happen that you kind of had this amazing evolution of creative chapters? How did, yeah. I always wanted to be an artist. I, even younger, I, I remember that was when, when your guidance counselor actually wouldn't be. They were like, what do you want to be? I'm like, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be a designer. And they're like, well, maybe you should take some typing courses. <laughs> right. And I'm like, but I, and I did just because, just in case, because I always thought, you know, my, you know, I came from a very poor background and uh, I just wanted to make sure that whatever my dream was, I was going to do it. And I think that's an important lesson for people to know. Like, if you have this dream, you have to know it's going to be a lot of work to get there. And God, I'll scrub some toilets to get there. I don't care, you know, so, but I, so there's a journey and I think the journey is as important as me getting there. And I always believe it's the people that I meet and, and the energy that I bring. And maybe like, even if you don't feel confident, that, that just walking in there, being, feeling confident, just like standing up straight and just like, just being me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, know other, other way except, you know, not believing there was a black cloud over my head when someone told me that when I was younger. And I was like, I'll never forget that. I was like, there's no black cloud over my head. Mm. You know, it takes courage to believe in yourself in that way, to say, kind of screw you. I'm not going to take the typing. I'm not going to follow like the boring nine to five path. Like, what do you think gave you that sort of inner confidence or inner courage to just follow your muse? I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I think I wanted to like prove them wrong. Mm, yeah. Just really prove them wrong. Yeah. I hear that. So can I throw a surprise at you on the live? Okay, so I have to tell you something. 
Tina, I, since we decided to do this, I was like, I know her. I know her from somewhere. Uh-oh. How do I know this woman? Okay, right? And I looked through all my photo albums, okay? I'm going to cover up any people that maybe we don't want to from the past. But I met you when I, it, this was 1997. So oh. I was, okay, get ready. I'm surprised. Everyone, this is not rehearsed. This is in real time happening. This picture, because there's a date on the back. It says 97, okay? So I walked into your shop in Long Beach Island, I want to say. Yeah. With my parents, okay? So I was probably 18. And um, I put on this really cool striped dress. And I was very awkward um, in high school. I'm still awkward. Hey, what up, awkward ones? We are proud to be awkward. And like, but I was like curvy and I didn't feel, you know, like I could wear bodycon dresses. And you, you put me, I believe, you styled me in a dress. And I was like, okay. And then you're like, will you be in my fashion show? Okay. Oh my God, are you kidding? Well, you know, those fashion shows um, were very important for me because I felt like I wanted to be, like, I wanted everybody to be involved. So I would have a hundred models. I wanted everybody to be like every shape, sizes, colors. I just didn't want it to be one type of person, one, one style, one body, one, you know, one look, one color. Like, I wanted to be everybody. So we would have those crazy fashion shows just so I can... I thought it was important for us to feel good about our bodies. I can't thank you enough for that because I felt that then, 97, when I put that dress on and you were like, you're going to be in my fashion. It was actually one of those form, you know, formative moments. So you were like ahead of the whole, I think, inclusivity and body positivity thing that we're seeing right now by having that perspective. So Thank you for being so awesome and actually it's so leading awesome. to this amazing moment. And here we are by accident. And isn't that incredible? That's so amazing. Yeah, that was that was my skate shop, Homebrewed. And uh, we would throw these crazy parties and they were fashion shows. And I would I just I would have just a couple guys. I call them accessories, but it would be most <laughs> girls. <laughs> First of all, I, again, was so I was starstruck because I swear to God, I had never seen so many cool people in the same place. Like you truly are a magnet for this energy, this this celebratory, festive, joie de vivre energy. Like, so I don't know that that event really exemplified that for me. Just you brought all these people into that vibe. There's a there's a quite a few models in that same show that have moved on of course you know become mothers and and entrepreneurs and a lot of them came up to me and 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 thanked me for that Mm. you rock it this is just one of the many ways that you rock it tina so cool so in addition to doing the gallery currently you are yourself are also an artist and a designer tell us about some of the other things that you have going on right now in your life that we should know about Hmm. At the moment, I am very much involved in mentoring young creatives. I had two young kids come in from Collier School. Uh, one's a fashion designer, the other one's a photographer, and we. Um, and then I have an intern, Jack, who was learning. I was teaching him sewing this weekend. So we're all going to come up with a fashion show coming up. I think in May. I'll pull Danny Sunmax in with it, uh, Justin Fuller, uh, Jack, our new intern, and these two young students. And we'll start from the, the, the 
starting the, the beginning part of it all the way to the finished product and have them film it and uh, have that be at the gallery. So that, that'll be a big part of um, what I'm working on right now. Uh, and, and just, you know, making things myself, just, you know, at, this, at the same time, the sewing machine is going with both the, with them working on something and I'm working on something because I'm teaching them how to kind of do the straight line and then the fuck it up. <laughs> Absolutely. Get a little rock and roll. So I love that you're mentoring creatives. And I'm curious if there are people along your journey, I would uh, actually women in particular, who kind of helped you to find your creative voice. Any people along your journey you'd want to give a shout out who've really been pivotal or mentored you along the way? Yes. Uh, well, Absolutely. John Fabian is my mentor from years ago. He actually helped me open up Homebrewed and mm. he also gave me some great advice uh, running a business and working in fashion. He had a sweater company and his early days, the first models that he had for his company were Paulina and Cindy Crawford. Wow. Hello. <laughs> pretty amazing. So I much from him and one of the things I'll never forget him telling me was you know it's not how many times you fall down it's how many times you get up you know you have to remember that you're going to fall down you're going to make mistakes but you're going to you're going to learn from your mistakes and you're going to just keep working towards you what your dream is and which was me owning the store at the time um he still gives great advice uh Jen Hampton from Parlor Gallery we've been friends since 96 97 and uh, she uh, always believed in me. Tina, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. And actually, before we conclude, I always like to ask our guests, and you've already given us so much great wisdom um, to follow our muse the way you have, but if you want to leave us with one tip to rock it in the way that you have, the many ways you have, is there one tip you'd want to leave us with? And of course, you can just feel free also to tell us where to get those boots and the jacket. That's fine, too. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know if I have a tip except that, you know, you just have to believe in yourself and uh, and, and whatever outfit or superhero you want to be that day, you just got to make it happen. Enough said. Thank you so much. Yeah, Tina, you rock. I can't wait to see you again at the gallery. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning into the She Rocked It podcast. I'm your host, Karen Gross. This episode has been produced by Tori Marcioni with audio engineering by Tung Chen. The She Rocked It theme song is by Karen Gross and Tim Motzer. Visit our Instagram page at She Rocked It to join the conversation and visit our website, SheRockedIt.com, to learn about how you can join our community, support our work, and attend our live events. Also, you can apply on our website for our Rocket Launcher group mentorship program. See you there.